I need to not be wearing shoes. I don't know what they're the, the shoes that I'm wearing feel <laughs> oppressive. I need I need my toes out. <laughs> what if I just use that instead? That's good too. <laughs> you know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it. There's no point in hiding So feel free to start confiding If you need a good friend You can count on me You can count on me You can count on me Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone And I'm Kim And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It is a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. It is episode 99 (laughs) of a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. What the fuck? You know, according to my rules from a couple episodes, that is a sex number. Oh my god. We got a we got a message on Twitter from a distressed uh a distressed listener Uh-oh. who said that they picked their sports number to be ninety six just so that it specifically would not be a sex number. And you really <laughs> just ruined that for them. So sorry, it is by definition the, the sex number. By your definition. What? <laughs> Welcome to a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast where we talk about sex numbers <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, some other stuff. But you know what we also do, which I think is really fun? We What's go that? on other podcasts. Every once in a while. People let us come on their, their, their nice other podcast. Yeah, bud. And do some stupid shit. I really wonder, like, I... I- try my very little hardest to be on my best behavior when I go on other people's podcasts. (laughs) I always wonder uh, what vibe people who come to our podcast from those other podcasts expect and how distressed they are when they find out the terrible truth. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Recently and like a couple weeks ago, we were on Meddling Adults, which is Mike Schubert's other podcast that is just incredible. It's so good. It is really, really, really good. Good. Uh, And we were battling against each other, solving mysteries from children's books. And Uh um, you did point out when I said (laughs) doo-doo. And so I don't know. I don't. I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about. Like being on your best behavior on other people. Don't look around like you don't know what's happening. <laughs> you pointed out when I said doo doo. I can't. And then they made a song out of it. I can't not is the problem. Like I am try actively trying to be on my best behavior. It's just that my best behavior is not very good. <laughs> The ceiling is uh, is uh, like my head is in the ceiling of my behavior. <laughs> oh no! Well, I mean, here's the point. The point is that you should all go listen to our episode of Meddling Adults because actually, it was so incredibly fun 
to yeah. record and yep. do. And we made up some fan fictiony lore for the town that Encyclopedia Brown lives you were in. You're on fire. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I cannot be stopped. <sighs> um, so go check that out. Meddling adults on anywhere pods are cast. Hell yeah. And thanks to Mike for letting us come on his show. On you his know, shows. For doing everything he does. He's just such us. a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next announcement. This is episode 99, a sex 99. number. The next episode number. is 100, not a sex number. Yes. <laughs> We have some that, plans for have, the next episode. Yeah, we have some plans. And one of those plans is to include all of the Fanatical Fam's wonderful, beautiful voices here on the podcast. So the deadline to submit your story summaries is the 22nd. So as of the release of this episode, you have one more week to get in those story summaries. Mm-hmm. You're going to write a summary in mm-hmm. the style of our Patreon thanks that we do at the end of the episodes. Um, no more than 300 words. Then you're going to read it with your wonderful, beautiful voice into some type of a recording device. You can leave us a voicemail on our Google Voice, mm-hmm. or you can record it and send it to us as an MP3 to fanaticalfix at gmail.com. I realize I maybe terrified some of you with my story about Sequoia last time. <laughs> I won't answer the phone. Our email is open to Are, you. Yeah. <laughs> if you're scared. <laughs> if you don't want us to respond to your email, that's fine. You just let us know you don't want we will we will not acknowledge you in any way if that's what makes you the most comfortable. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my goodness. Are we ready? Are you ready? My brain is like not remembering that it's my turn. I have my fan fiction pulled up in front of me and it's I'm still not computing that I'm going to read to you today. I've like blacked out the last episode or something. I don't know. (laughs) Why would you black out that episode? I don't know. That was a good episode. I really hope the amount that we were actively flipping each other off that entire recording session came through. <laughs> yeah, I really hope you could feel that in the recording. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I guess I'm reading. So uh, let's do this thing. This thing that is the podcast. Yes, I'm going to give you your three clues, mm-hmm. and you are going to make three predictions about what's going to happen in this fan fiction you being sequoia and the listeners and if you're the listeners you're going to tweet them at us you're going to answer our instagram story you're going to post them in our patreons only discord you're going to email them to us you're going to whisper them into the void so colin gets them you're going to post them on reddit yes there's so many places that you can list But if you're Sequoia, you're going to tell me. So here are your clues. Clue number one is the title, Cupcakes. Excellent. That's nothing. <laughs> Clue number two is the genre, <laughs> humor. Great. That is also nothing. Clue number three is the time period, post-Half-Blood Prince. Fuck you. <laughs> this Great. is a listener submission also. So I'm going that's on a nothing clue. here. Is that a clue? Okay. No. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Prediction number one, in this fan fiction, a wizard will attempt to bake without magic. Excellent. Prediction number two, the cupcakes are a prank. They are filled with some type of a potion that does a prank thing. Nice. 
Prediction number three, there are no cupcakes in this story. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some 10 out of 10 predictions, my friend. <laughs> Woo, got them. <laughs> All right, this is a listener submission. It was sent in to us by Jeannie. Thank you, Jeannie. But also an interesting fact about this story is it is an author that we have featured before on the podcast. <gasps> oh. Uh, I think by the end of it, I bet you'll be able to guess which author it is. Okay. Which story okay. they've written. Um, nice. So let's get into it. Cupcakes. It was just past three o'clock on a Wednesday, and the members of Voldemort's inner circle were standing in what had once been the dining room of Malfoy Manor. Oh, okay. Death Eater story. Didn't see that one coming at no. all. <laughs> Cupcakes. <laughs> Death <cool>. Eaters. <laughs> D- nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not I don't all coming see together. I mean, no. I, I would like a story where Voldemort bakes some cupcakes, though. This isn't that Is story. Does he bake some cupcakes? Dang it. The dining room had been converted into a throne room by Narcissa not long after Lucius had been sent to Azkaban. Voldemort had been highly impressed and had immediately <laughs> adopted it as his official headquarters. Wow. I think we could trust that Narcissa would have some very tasteful interior decorating done. I think so as well. I think that, you know, she when she married into the Malfoy family and she mm-hmm. walked into the, like this like gaudy, like god awful <laughs> mansion that was probably just like really excessively overdone. And she was like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. I mean, she is a um, black, so I think they're also pretty extra in their interior decorating. We have seen. We have seen we have how seen. extra we the have blacks are. That. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I think I think the Malfoys are probably in more of a gold direction. Right. And less okay. of like a, like a sad, uh, <laughs> torturous direction. So I think that she probably wanted to strike a really good balance between those two mm-hmm. uh, aesthetics, you know. She's like, you can keep the fucking peacock if you let me handle <laughs> Handle the interior. <laughs> I do like I do like this vision of Narcissa as an interior decorator. Me too. Voldemort calls her up and he's like, okay, I need a new throne room. <laughs> and she's like, all right, what are we thinking? Are we thinking stark, sad? Are we thinking um something over the top? Really do we menacing. Want bones, skulls. Um uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know the throne room in uh, the second to last Star Wars movie? What movie was that? The Last the Jedi? The second to last. Oh, the, the second to last one that came out? Yeah. Yeah, The Last Jedi? The throne room in that? Uh-huh. That's a good throne room. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Oh, oh, good. Oh, good. That was Maybe not green what I was instead picturing. of red. Green yeah. instead of red, I think, obviously. Yeah. For, for obvious reasons. <laughs> But 10 times more snakes, 100% more snakes. <laughs> oh, yeah, way more snakes. <laughs> Meetings were held three times a week at two. <laughs> a weird detail. I like that. <laughs> Does it, two, two o'clock feels like it's during the work day. I feel like that's probably a bad time. Yeah, it's kind meetings. of that would interrupt my flow a lot. Like, if we're yeah. going to have like a semi weekly, a several times a week, tag up meeting i'd prefer it to be either in the morning before i get started or in yeah. the afternoon when i'm like wrapping up exactly especially for those death eaters that are you know undercover at the ministry like where do they where do yeah. they say they're going i gotta they're go like to the shitter the, i gotta <laughs> exactly for the next two hours bye <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like a bunch of uh people who are pretending not to be death eaters have like their calendar blocked out <laughs> 
Yeah. You're like, oh, I wonder what they're all doing at the same time on those I'm days. Meeting. I have a meeting. These people in meeting. very separate departments, yeah. strategically <laughs> placed almost. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, <sighs> the meetings were held three times a week at two and usually involved a lot of ranting about Harry Potter, mm-hmm. muggles, mm-hmm. killing, mm-hmm. maiming, mm-hmm. torturing, and bunnies for some strange reason. <laughs> bunnies! <laughs> <laughs> when gotta, we started gotta, this podcast, I I never would have thought that bunnies would become such a staple. You know, I think it was a thing back then. Bunnies? Yeah, you got your plot bunnies. You got your happy bunny. You've got whatever oh. um, Anya's deal was in Buffy oh, the Vampire Slayer, right? With the bunnies, with mm-hmm. the bunnies. That's it true. was a thing. It was a thing from the time period. I would say it was a thing. I yeah yeah. I see. I see. I see. Draco was only half listening as Voldemort gave his usual spiel of Muggles must die, Potter must die, (laughs) Dumbledore is dead, so we're all happy, etc, etc. Some Death Eaters have brought a book to the meeting. (laughs) Doing, Doing other work for other stuff on the side. Exactly, because their work their day has laptop been laptop open, um, yeah, doing other work. <laughs> like, this meeting could have yeah. been an email. <laughs> Someone's doing Sudoku in the corner. <sighs> like these, just just ha- Voldemort just needs a blog, and he can just blog <laughs> post this stuff all day. Mm-hmm. We'll pr- we'll all read it. Send it out as a newsletter. <laughs> Voldemort's newsletter. Into that. <laughs> It wasn't that he, Draco, didn't agree with it all, of course, but there were only so many times a man could listen intently to every word the Dark Lord was repeating (laughs) without going insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, this is the same rant as before. You literally said this two days ago. verbatim are you practicing a set for something like yeah (laughs) that the death eaters are like uh the the test audience for his stand-up routine Uh uh-huh you gotta see you gotta see if the jokes land before you take it to the big time exactly (laughs) however today was a little different today all the death eaters were only listening with half an ear None of them wanted their attention to waver from the seemingly lifeless form lying between them and their lord's throne. Oh. She's got like a dead body? An almost dead body. The unconscious man they daren't take their eyes from represented a turn in the tides of the war. A turn in their favor. <gasps> oh no. We were all silly. We're getting now. Now we're real. It was like silly vibes, silly vibes, silly vibes. Shit's real. (laughs) Almost dead person. A sleepy murmur from the man was enough to take all remaining attention from Voldemort, as the wand of every Death Eater in the inner circle. What is Draco doing? Never mind. (laughs) As we've discussed before, the inner circle is uh, fluid. (laughs) (laughs) Includes Draco, for whatever reason. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> the wand of every Death Eater in the inner circle was immediately poised for combat. This one person who's half dead? Yeah, you can't look. You can't underestimate him. It's Harry Potter. It 
Yeah. Yay, he's here. <laughs> but like, oh, what? Not doing so good. Not doing so good. Oh, yikes. Draco had the feeling that if the Dark Lord had been less restrained, he would have been rolling his eyes at his followers. They're all like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Harry's making up. <laughs> Harry oh, knows. shit. It's a 16-year-old wizard that knows two spells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was understandable exasperation. Hope and leader of the light he may have been, but Harry Potter was still a regular wizard. Child, oh, child wizard. Child wizard. Child yeah. wizard. <laughs> there was no way he was waking from the sleeping curse that had been placed on him only an hour ago. How long does the sleeping curse last? Extra Jeez. long. Hold Eight hours? On him. Hold, yeah, a whole night's sleep. <laughs> Through Voldemort's entire set. Yeah, which is eight hours long. <laughs> the meeting goes from two to ten. <laughs> Fuck. Yaxley, why have you been gone for eight hours? <laughs> every day. Uh, no, not every day. Sorry. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> Some Death Eaters bring a pillow to the meeting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A sleeping bag. Good. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's likely that Harry's an adult in this. You know, right? This is after book six. He's he's probably an adult wizard, so maybe he's more capable than we thought. No. Oh. (laughs) Well, fine. As Harry reluctantly opened his eyes and squinted at the people surrounding him, Draco was once again reminded that he hated to be proved wrong. <laughs> Harry did overcome this he sleeping did. curse. He did. Draco's like, well, fucking fine. You are good at magic. Whatever. He's <laughs> like, oh man, I was having a really bad dream that Voldemort put a sleeping curse on me. Uh-huh. Draco? Why does it feel like I'm sleeping on the floor? <laughs> man, I'm uncomfortable. Oh, Harry, so kind of you to join us. Voldemort was almost purring in satisfaction as he gazed down at his arch nemesis. Harry raised an eyebrow at him, but made no effort to stand up. I felt that I had been depriving you all of my delightful company for far too long, so here I am to rectify that. Wow. Sassy Harry. I don't think I could pull together that kind of sass like directly after waking up. He's Harry's very talented at <laughs> sass. <laughs> I think I kind I'm of imagine him like kind of stretching and kind of stretching out and propping his head up a little bit and being like, mm, yes, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I'm Harry Potter. One hand on his hip, one hand under his head. Hello, I've arrived. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Voldemort opened his mouth to respond with a doubtlessly witty retort, but froze when the door to the room opened. (gasps) Who is it? Smiling serenely, Luna Lovegood sauntered in, tray in hand. Yes, Luna! She's here to do something! Something! (laughs) No doubt, no doubt, no doubt! Drago blinked as the rest of the Death Eaters, Voldemort, and even Harry stared in shock. Uh, Luna. She turned to him and held out the tray. 
You and your friends have been in here an awfully long time, Draco. I thought you might be hungry, so I made you all some snacks. <laughs> she got some orange slices. Oh, yes. Capri Suns. <laughs> Little bags of pretzels. <laughs> Um, she's got cut up bits of celery with peanut butter and raisins yes. on them. Yes, 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 yes. Oh my God, baby carrots. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I can see it. I can see it now. He looked down at the food items on display. So I see. They're very uh, appropriate, dear. <laughs> Now this, dear, this is a weird ship. Am I right? Am I right or am I right? This is a weird ship. What's happening? Druna. What's happening? It's Druna. (laughs) What? No. Why not? I mean, I did write a Druna friend fic one time. You did. But here's the thing. In this context, Uh what's happening right now? Uh Uh-huh. Very weird. Yes. <laughs> uh, did he like bring her to the meeting with him? I don't I think. Like, I think she's just like honey, there just wait hanging outside. out, waiting for the meeting to be over because they have some plans for the evening or something. Oh right, they're gonna go see a movie at yeah. 10 p.m. after yeah. the after the stand up routine is over. Um, <laughs> and she just got there early. Yeah, so she thought she'd uh, make some snacks. <laughs> Make herself at home at the Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Go through their stuff. See what they've got. Wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, of course I would. (laughs) Luna beamed up at him. Aren't they just? She turned that smile on the assembled group of Death Eaters and offered the tray to the nearest. Would you like one? As she walked towards the group, Draco snagged one from the tray to examine more thoroughly while he tried to forget exactly what was happening. (laughs) I just gotta stare at this snack until everything uh, until goes away. Until everything goes away. Until it's tomorrow. <laughs> it's gonna... <laughs> it was a cupcake. It was chocolate. It was iced in pink. And Luna, knowing the group she was catering for, had decided to decorate each one with a tiny green icing version of the Dark Mark. Oh. How long has she been there? Hours. <laughs> I can imagine she's been there for a really long time. She uh-huh. uh, decided that she was going to make these cupcakes and she went to the kitchens to see what they had. And they didn't really have all the ingredients. So she did have to go to the store. Yeah, she did. Um, definitely didn't to have, get some of these ingredients. They didn't have pink or green food coloring. Weird. Exactly. Strange. Why? Uh, so she went to the store, got some ingredients, came back, baked mm-hmm. all of these cupcakes, mm-hmm. iced them, mm-hmm. decorated them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that span of time, Voldemort's like maybe one fourth into his stand up routine. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, he shrugged and bit into it. Out of the corner of his eye, Draco noticed that Harry was taking the opportunity to sneak out cupcake in hand. <laughs> Luna, damn it. <laughs> and he couldn't help but wonder if his wife 
had left the door open oh. and distracted Voldemort on purpose. I think this is uh, probably taking place a little bit farther into the future than just seven years. Yeah. This seems pretty far into the future because like his wife. Five years uh, into the war or something. His wife? You know, sometimes you meet someone on the field of battle and uh, your eyes lock and you walk towards each other in slow motion uh-huh. as spells zoom all around your heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you make out. You make out. Yeah. <laughs> And then yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Standard. Sure, sure. <laughs> Do you think Luna is distracting Voldemort on purpose? Maybe. We'll find out, I guess. I don't think she is. <laughs> she thinks she just thought they needed some snacks. <laughs> yeah, I think she really just, she was bored. Either way, this would probably be the last day he served the Dark Lord. He would never live this down. Harry Potter had escaped their clutches once again, and it was the fault of his wife. He thinks Here's doing thing. nothing to stop Harry from leaving. Draco? Yeah. Uh, Draco? 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 Do anything. Here's the thing about it. Um, you're never going to... This is your last day as a Death Eater because this is your last day on the living mortal plane. Oh. Uh, Voldemort would kill you. Both. Right? Yeah, probably. Uh, like, oh. But also, like, Draco, do anything. <laughs> Right, just yeah, watching yeah. Harry just leave, like oh, say I'm gonna get, anything. I'm gonna get in oh, so God. much trouble. Fuck. Bye, Come Potter. On. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he's trying so hard to forget what's happening. Oh, as right, it he's happens. staring at the cupcake, <laughs> trying to forget what's happening. Okay, all right, he's busy. Yeah, he wondered if Harry would take pity on him and allow him to switch sides. I mean, probably he would. He definitely would. Yeah. Gathering his courage, he looked up, finishing his cupcake as he did so. Harry was definitely gone, but no one had noticed. (laughs) Because everyone's like, oh my god, look at the little dark mark on top Uh of the cup. Oh, that's so cute. Uh How did you do that? Uh Uh-huh. That is what's happening in here. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Each and every one of the Death Eaters was holding a tiny cupcake. Most had even begun eating them. Draco swallowed convulsively and forced himself to look at Voldemort. Uh, sir? (laughs) Excuse me, sir? Uh, sir? Uh, (laughs) The scourge of the wizarding world was holding a cupcake and eyeing it with amusement, ignoring the absence of the bane of his existence. And there was no way that the Dark Lord could have not noticed that Harry had vanished. I don't know. Those cupcakes are really fucking cute, man. They are. And we all know Voldemort loves a good cupcake. We do? Yeah. Oh. We all I guess I would if I was subscribed to his newsletter. Exactly. (laughs) It's also got like cupcake recipes. Cupcake recipes, cupcake of the month club. (laughs) Um, And... Yeah, it seems unlikely that he wouldn't have noticed that Harry yeah. left, but um, you know, he just he just wants the the war to continue because if the war ends, then he'll be bored. Like if Harry Potter's dead and he, you know, is the overlord of the whole world, then what does he have to do in his stand-up routine? Like, yeah, that's true. He'll he have to come up with a whole new routine yeah, and he yeah. has been testing that out for 5 for years. 5 years now. <laughs> yeah. 
that's a lot of material to lose. Oh, yeah, for real. Oh, man. Wow. Um, <laughs> Luna drifted back over to Draco and, after discarding her tray on a nearby table, wrapped her arms around his waist. I think they're enjoying them. <laughs> Luna. 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 Why, why are you married to Draco? What is happening? <laughs> Luna. Did you happen to see where Potter went? She gave him a tiny, secretive smile. In the general direction of your lord's private rooms, I believe. What is happening? What is happening? (laughs) What's going on? Draco was silent for a long time, trying not to think about that. It explains a lot, don't you think? His wife continued cheerfully. Such as why Harry was caught by Avery while seemingly sneaking out of the manor. And why Volby hasn't been killing as many people as usual. What up, what up, what up? (laughs) What did I bring for us today, my friend? This is fucking Tamari. This is a Harry Mort, I would say. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. He let he he straight up let him leave. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, care. He they, care. They they were interrupted earlier in their uh-huh. whatever, uh-huh. and so they are going to go continue now. Yeah. <laughs> True. Draco agreed weakly. Oh, and it definitely explains why poor Severus was all shaken up last week after visiting with Voldy in his rooms. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Draco said as he continued to try to forget everything that was happening to him at this moment. <laughs> it's really quite sweet, actually. They make an adorable couple. Oh my god, Luna. <laughs> <laughs> Draco just sighed and tried to take no notice of the Dark Lord who was attempting to slip off to his rooms without arousing suspicion. Wow. Draco hadn't realized that the man was so incompetent at being covert. <laughs> Maybe Draco would have realized if he was listening anytime Voldemort was talking uh-huh. or remembering anything that happened to him in his life or uh-huh. you know <laughs> Luna's very observant though yeah that's 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 a character trait of hers yeah yeah she's she's really putting putting it on her shoulders for the both of them for the couple <laughs> <laughs> oh leaned over took a cupcake from the tray and handed it to him She then patted him sympathetically on the shoulder and glided back out the door with the same air of serenity she had entered with. (laughs) The end. Wow. You want to guess uh, what story this author wrote that we've featured before? Um, Acceptance? Yeah, bud. Father's really good. I uh, I like this oh, a lot. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> did did the listener tell us that this was the same author as Acceptance, or did you look? I recognize their profile picture. Oh, 
Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> so that didn't go quite as long as I expected it to. So let's do another super shorty. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm ready. This one's only 200 words. I think we agreed at one point in time <laughs> that these shorties, you're going to get less less guesses on. I think we just decided on one. Okay. One prediction. Cool, cool, cool. So this one's called Luna's Secret. Another Luna story. It nice. is another Luna. <laughs> the genre is romance and mystery. What? What kind of a mystery can you have in 200 words? <laughs> a romantic one. And the time period is post-Half-Blood Prince also. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. <laughs> what? You want some more? This this story is one of those that was written as just one long paragraph. I think oh. two words in the entire thing are capitalized. This is going to be... Okay, incredible. Um, So I'm going to say that this is a story about um, Luna solving the mystery of who someone else is dating. Mm, That is often what Luna does. Nice try. Thanks. (laughs) Oh, we didn't recap how your predictions went for the last story. You didn't get any points. The end. Now let's do this one. God damn it. Here we go. This one's called Luna's Secret. Okay. Luna Love. Okay. They have food typed here, but I assume they meant Luna Love Good. <laughs> Luna Love Luna Good. Luna Love Food. <laughs> Luna Love Good. It seems like they just like typed this in one <laughs> mad rush and didn't read it and then hit post. Amazing. I'm about it. They they had to get this thought out into the world Amazing. and I'm glad they did. <laughs> All right, sorry. Luna Lovegood had a secret lover. Nobody knew who he was. Oh, no. I'm wrong. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Secret lover. A secret lover. The mystery is who is Luna's secret lover. You're never going to guess because what the fuck. Luna liked to sing and hum because she was so in love. Oh, that's really cute. Everybody wanted to know who her boyfriend was, but she wouldn't tell anyone. Sometimes people would see her sitting by the forest, seemingly talking to herself. People thought she was crazy, but they just couldn't see her lover. Oh, geez. Is her lover a Thestral? I don't know. I don't know. Jesus Christ. What? Jesus fucking Christ. What? Also, also, I I like that she's she's Luna and she's going around doing some humming and doing some singing. Did everyone mm-hmm. just infer from that that she must be in love and have a boyfriend, or was she humming and singing about how she's in love and has a boyfriend? <laughs> Yes, <laughs> because it seems like Luna just like wandering around the castle being like is like probably normal, regular. Yeah. Um, And people wouldn't automatically be like, wow, she must be in love. <laughs> yeah, probably. So she was probably singing a little song like, I love my secret lover. I love them so much. This is a good song. Do, 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 my secret love affair. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then everyone's like, I wonder who it is. <laughs> really, she's just composing a song. No, that's not it. <laughs> no, she's in love with the festival. Okay, fine. Continue. What? Okay, fine. Continue. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> then one day, Harry and Neville had detention with Hagrid, so they were going to his hut, and then they saw Luna and her boyfriend kissing. Oh, God. They could see him. Uh, they could see him. They can see the boyfriend. But why could only Harry and Neville oh, see Archibald, God. Luna's boyfriend? <laughs> Archibald? Yeah, his name's Archibald. His name is Archibald. Yeah. His Luna's name is Archibald. Archibald. Archibald the Thestral. Because he was invisible to everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> he was a Thestral. Archibald. <laughs> so My secret love affair with Archibald. Archibald. <laughs> then Harry and Neville vowed to keep Luna's secret because Neville had a crush on her. But he couldn't tell her because she was in love with Archibald. Archibald. Although they did Arch- spell it Archiblad this time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. I'm okay. about this 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 story has such huge beautiful crack energy. <laughs> this oh author god, had a so thought. Much. They had to get it out. They had to get it out. And they just mushed on their keyboard until they were uh they were like, "Yep, that's it. That's the one." Post. <laughs> We could all I mean, use some uh... more of that energy in our lives. <laughs> don't too, don't hold too. yourself back with worrying. Just post that nonsense. Post that nonsense. I do think it's really bro of them to keep her secret on the deal. Yeah, that she's macking on a thestral, <laughs> <laughs> like just right there next to the woods or whatever. Um. <laughs> Poor Neville, Neville honestly, yeah, he's like... got a crush on her, but. He, he lost out want, to like a yeah. a death horse. Did he though? <laughs> so Neville does, doesn't want to tell anyone that he's in love with her because she's in love with Archibald. And then <laughs> Harry. But then Harry told him that if he really loved her, he would tell her. Okay. So then Luna said he could be part of their relationship. Oh my god! Oh my god! And oh Luna and Archibald and Neville what had a threesome <laughs> of love, a threesome of love. I'm going to I'm going to insert myself in here. Threesome of love. And we're all madly in love with each other. We're not going to we're not going to imagine anything but like a wholesome <laughs> just like a big hug. Group hug. Yep. <laughs> Group hug. <laughs> Wow, that was a the, twist. The that fact that it becomes a thruple really elevates it for me. I, that was what really, because otherwise I was like, yeah, and then add in Neville, really... and I'm like, yep, this is this is it. This is the good shit. <laughs> oh my god, that's incredible. Oh, I also gonna... like that Harry gives him the advice to 
to do to just tell her that you love her if you really love her you'll just tell her when like harry's mo is to just be like i'm i like her and i'm sad about it (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna push all my feelings down on harry potter (laughs) exactly push push those down (laughs) i had originally marked this down as a quick fix but um I, I revisited it at some point and I was like, wait, for my quick fix segment, I would just read it. So, yeah. like, so you may as well just, may as well read, just read it. it. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, Archiblad. Archiblad, the best troll. My secret love affair. Gotta keep it a secret because he's a death horse and I'm a real girl. Stupid. All right, you didn't get your point. I didn't get my point, but you know what? It was worth it, I think. Was it? I think that was totally worth it. Thank you. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> romance and mystery. And mystery. There was a mystery and there was romance. Yep. I'm really I'm really proud. I'm really impressed with the author for for getting those genres into 200 words when we uh, oftentimes can't get those genres into the 2000 words. words. Of yep. the, yeah, the first This was chapter, a little but... less than 200 words actually. Wow. Like, Wow. So they really impressive. they really got to the fucking point. <laughs> Group hug. Oh well Yeah. Um are you ready to do a segment? Yeah. This is the segment that doesn't have a segment opener. Last time I did a B fifty two song as the intro, but Right. You could I, do that again. I could. I don't know. Why don't you ever come up with the segment intros? Welcome to a segment. Hooray! This is a segment. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is Sequoia. the segment. Someone's what? knocking on the door. Who is it? It's an original character. This original character was sent to us by our fantastic listener, Ash. And this is actually two OCs. Okay. Um, they are twins. Of course they are. Yes, yes, nice. yes, yes, yes. It is Mackenzie and Bella Lupin. Oh, are they Lupin's Bella Lupin. daughters? They are Sirius's daughters, but Lupin raised them. So okay. Sirius's daughters, but Sirius went to Azkaban and they were raised by Lupin. Right, is, sure. I'm assuming what's happening here. Awesome. Um, and Lupin never talked about them because raisins. Because, is yeah. No, it's fine. What? <laughs> <laughs> they uh, were going to a foreign wizarding school. Right. They, they were they were yeah. Lupin's daughters who go to, <laughs> who who go live to... in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Continue. Uh, um, they were both born as anime and anime guy. Anime guy. Hell yes! I don't think I've seen that power before. That's yeah. cool. They just popped out being right. able as to cats. turn. <laughs> no, no, but they do both have the same animagus form. Good foxes. Oh, they're a couple little little foxes. 
And one of them is a Slytherin and one of them is a Ravenclaw. Okay. Twins in different houses. Um, They are part, they are secretly a part of the trio. So Harry, Ron, and Hermione are like the trio and they are secretly helping them out. underground trio. underground trio (laughs) members. (laughs) I have to keep it a secret because reasons. Because right? reasons. Well, Very I, good. It, uh, Hermione can't be the only one that is like actually making any uh, plans or difference <laughs> or doing anything. Is this okay. author's uh, rationale here? Is that like Hermione can't have done all of this by herself? She oh. basically single handedly does all the work. What for are you the talking trio. about? Harry did contribute. Ron is always, (laughs) you know, and then and then they. uh, So the whole time, secretly, they are being helped by Mackenzie and Bella. Okay. Um, Weird that Sirius's daughter would be named Bella, but continue. Very strange. Um, They also help Fred and George with pranks because they're also cool. Oh, of course they're cool. They're also really cool. Mackenzie falls in love with Fred. Mackenzie uh-huh. slash Fred for life. And uh-huh. Bella falls in love with Hermione. Ooh. Which I like. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's Wait, good. Is Bella, is Bella the Ravenclaw one? Bella's the Ravenclaw one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so eventually, those the twins are the ones that stop Voldemort in their fourth Which year. Which twins? There's too many twins. I'm already confused. Mackenzie and Bella, okay, are the ones that defeat Voldemort in sure. their fourth year. And uh-huh. this is what really does the elevation on this one for me. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. They defeat him. By sneaking up on him uh-huh. in their animagus forms, uh huh, and then just breaking his neck. <laughs> just a couple of foxes oh sneak up on him. <laughs> Every time neck. Voldemort just like gets fucking killed, always funny, always good, always very funny. good, a plus. <laughs> All right, so they fucking murder the they shit out of Voldemort. Murdered Voldemort, and that is the end. Oh. I assume they do go on to marry Fred and Hermione and sure. like have a wonderful, cute life and mm-hmm. cute little fox children or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's what we got from Ash. Thank you, Ash, for sharing this with us. That's good. Those are cute. And now it's time for... The, the Rex Rex Zone. fan fiction I have for all of us today is called The Next Ten Minutes. And it is some deliciously angsty dreary. Yes! <laughs> Give it to us. <sighs> they, uh... They had to break up, and now they are going to try and get back together. Oh, my gosh. it's too sad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, highly recommend. It's some (laughs) classic dreary bullshit. (laughs) 
You can find the link to that story in the this episode description. You can also find it on our website, fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website is our story submission form. <laughs> the main story I featured today was a listener submission, so keep sending us that good, good shit. You can also find our merch on our website. On the website itself, you've got Yes Glitter. Make sure to get your copies of Yes Glitter. Mm-hmm. You also have a link to our Tee Public, where there's all sorts of designs that come on all sorts of different things. If you want to reach out to us to tell us some thoughts of any sort, <laughs> we have social media. <laughs> Fuck. Usually we circle back to something and I was not having any thoughts just now. So um <laughs> tweet at us. Wanna... Reach out to us on Instagram at Fanatical Fix. Jesus Christ. If you have any longer thoughts, your story summaries for our 100th episode, uh, an OC that you wrote once that you want to talk to us about, you want to get that off your chest, go <laughs> ahead and email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you like this podcast and want to help this podcast out, there are a few ways you can do that. Way number one, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook. Helps us out a lot. Way number two, trick everyone 2021. Tell all your friends. Tell all of your friends about this podcast. Tell them it's your favorite podcast. Um, featuring two people that read fan fictions under 2,000 words long in the Harry Potter universe. Um, tell them that. <laughs> cool story, Sequoia. <laughs> Another way you can help this podcast out is by uh, supporting us on Patreon. We got all kinds of weird, fun stuff on there. Join our Discord. Listen to our bonus episodes. As part of being a patron, at certain tiers after certain amounts of time, you get a shout out on the podcast in the form of a story summary or lately, just some fan fiction. (laughs) What do you have for us today, Sequoia? I have a story summary today. All right. After the war was won and Hogwarts was rebuilt, the students returned to school. The Ministry decided that the year they'd spent under the thumb of Voldemort's henchmen was not a proper year of schooling. So everyone was held back one year. (laughs) For some students, this was practically a death sentence. An extra year in school? (sighs) They lamented how much it would delay their inevitable future professions as a Ministry worker or an ice cream scooper at Florin Fortescue's. But other students basked in the opportunity to spend one more year in the castle. To escape the general bemoaning of the majority of the students, they formed a club. Club president Hermione Granger organized the study group sessions, while Susan Bones, club vice president, was in charge of these social events. As they approached their first social event of the year, it seemed Susan had accidentally planned their picnic on the same day as the Gryffindor versus Slytherin Quidditch game. All the club members decided to go to the game instead, except for Hermione. What happens when Hermione and Susan are left to enjoy a romantic lakeside picnic, just the two of them? Nice! 
That's a good pairing. Um, Thanks. Right. I'm here to do something, though, aren't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shout out to Austin Vargo, Belinda Freighter, Claire Davies, Isabel, Amy Midlane, Maja Zoo, and Julia Nieder. Your support means so much to us. Thank you so, so much. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for our incredible theme song, Wolf Star. Bye. Bye.